that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. Yo, Charlie, what's up, what's up guys? Um, today, I want to welcome you to our, 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 our premium. Let's see, let me, let's see, this is our premium episode because we are privileged to have a seasoned man with us. It's, it, I don't know, you see, looking at the profile here, yeah, uh, for 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 day careful. I need to be very 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 careful before I miss I, I mess things up. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, today's episode we are dedicating it to we call him the general. When when he's not talking, you understand the reason why he's the general. We have uh Mr. Sakuta Mega with us. He says I don't want to use the word award uh, award winning journalist. He's a seasoned <laughs> journalist. <That's right. laughs> An author and an, an activist. <clears throat> See, he's a seasoned journalist, an actor, and an activist. Relax. You see these three things. And then what we are talking about today, you should know what you should expect. We are a regular host, uh, Geraldo, and then I'm here with Raphael. Edward, they do some serious business this which I do watch that. So they do more things. You see that and that sometimes for day back they do some business, but you feel me. But yeah, it's basically simple. Today we're talking about um Europe is why Europe is not heaven and then why Africa is not hell. Listen, Europe, the abroach virtue of tea of people they talk about or Europe, you know be heaven, it's not heaven. And Africa, where we did, you know be hell. For this reason, we would like to formally introduce um, Mr. Sakuta Mega, aka the general himself. Yes, ma'am. Well, so we agree to you. Hey, <laughs> happy to be here. Oh, we are, we are, we are, we are also, privileged also to have you. You can also call me the traveler. The traveler. <laughs> I, I like to travel a lot, you know. I've been to at least uh, uh, 25 different countries. Oh, that's, that's nice. You see yeah, that? Yeah. And more cities. If if, so, if 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 you're a Wednesday born, then we can call you Kuku the Traveler. Oh yeah, I, I'm Wednesday born. Oh, that's Kuku the Traveler. Oh, that's just really good. So, well, what, what, why do you think um, Europe is not heaven? Because I experienced Europe. I experienced Europe. I lived in Europe for at least three years. I lived in Amsterdam. Okay. I also lived in Milan. Okay. Amsterdam is in the Netherlands, and Milan in Italy. And I've, I've gone across uh, uh, a lot of cities in Europe, including okay. Paris, including uh, Brussels, including Rome, Venice. I've gone to most, most of the places in Europe. And, uh, and I can assure you that it's not heaven as you perceive it yeah. on this side of, uh, of the world. You know, here people spend all their life savings trying to go to Europe. Because they assume that where they are is, is hell, that nothing will work here. Mm-hmm. And so, as soon as they get on the plane or the boat or whatever means, <laughs> they get to Europe. I like the boat. Then their problems are also. I can assure you that when you get to Europe, you realize that you, you, you are, the problems you face there, you meet, are a different level, like more sophisticated problems. But you see, sometimes uh, we kind of get these things from some people. That's right. You, like, I don't believe. Look here, boss. Sometimes, you know, we say, we say, like, Africa be here, uh, 
But they watch the they get hell when they get hell. <laughs> like if we compare them to like, like I tell you something, Europe, plenty of money there. If you okay. go to Europe, if you go to get to Amsterdam, beautiful city. There's a lot of riches. But the riches is not for everyone. Yes, true. You read the riches there, plenty of money there. You gotta watch with your eye, but you don't go touch. Exactly. You go see nice house, but you don't go sleep for nice house inside. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because first of all, let me tell you something. If you reach Europe right now, Say you're from Africa, you have some university degree, whatever, master degree, whatever. When you reach Europe right now, that degree is as good as a toilet paper. <laughs> That's the fact. No, no, compared to Ohio because you, uh, you went to the University of Ghana or University of Ghana, so Ghana is of journalism. No. Me, I, I, I went to Europe with a degree from GIJ. Nobody hired me as a journalist from Ghana because this is Europe. English is a language. Yes. Me, I'm coming from Africa. Okay. Do you think I can, I, can, I can write better English than the Europeans? <laughs> Don't employ me. I'm coming from an African university. Substandard. They consider our, our, our system substandard. Look, look at here. People go to university. They don't even do their own, their own project work. People have to do their project work yeah. for them, write for them, blah, blah, blah. You get a degree and you don't know your left or your right. Yeah, In Europe, to get a degree, you really have to be smart. Yeah. So one of the things is that you may even get a degree and you get there and they give you the opportunity and you cannot cope. You just can't because you didn't even do your project work. The thing, the thing you left for you are your craft. Exactly. No. Substandard. So your, your certificate will get a job. So if you reach there right now, first of all, now you become like any other person where you don't have skill, nothing. Okay. So let's say you don't have any skill. You know, you're not, you're not, uh, if you're a barber, say, when you're you say, oh, you go find some Ghanaians with one barber and you go barber for them, you go collect more money. Maybe you don't be barber, you don't be killer, you don't be. <laughs> Nothing. You don't get any skill apart from maybe the thing you learn for school. Yeah. If really now you have to put it aside and do some manual work. The manual work stuff now. The Eastern Europeans. You know in Europe, not every country will reach you. Yeah. A lot of the countries in Europe, like Eastern Europe, they are poor. Like you, the Ukrainians, the guys coming from uh, Hungary. You see all those Eastern European countries. Yes. They are poor past African countries. <laughs> okay, true. So, and there is something called racism in Europe. The white, no, man, the, the white man will give the opportunity to the white man. Yeah. And the white man, the white man, the job that the poorest white man will refuse to do, that's the one that the black man will get. But with that thing, I personally feel I'm using the minimum wage uh, as you know a, a bar for this. The recent uh increment in Ghana's minimum, I think 14 cities. Yeah. Was per day. 14 cities per day. Yes. Per day, 14 cities. Yes. And then you compare that to no per, do, per dollar or per euro, but not per day. You said 14 cities. 14 cities. To a dollar or to a euro. No, no, no. No, like for a day. The um, minimum wage the minimum for each worker. Even for Ghana. Yes. For Ghana, uh -huh. it's 14 uh -huh. cities. Yes, yes. But as compared to India, let's assume I'm taking a minimum wage over here, 14 cities a day. Yes. A month, I think it's going to be around 420, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. And then I do my own sense. I get to open and I'm getting probably, let's say I'm being marked. Five pounds. Let's say I go to England and I'm being marked uh, uh, five pounds so per hour, mm. and I'm working eight hours. Yes. But also, I come Ghana, Charlie, I be bombarded. But I see that one too is a misconception. But okay. I'll let you come inside. That one too is a misconception. Look, I can tell you something. If, if, if you are getting uh, what 14 cities a day, you go go buy some, you go carry for uh, uh, five cities, you go chop, drink water, you walk. Cheers. Uh, uh, if you if you don't get money self where you, where you reach where you pass your auntie house with a job for the that money even if it is uh, 15 euro a day the the rental for them the rental for them then you don't get relative go pass go job go. 
where you go stay, if you pay yourself with your friend, you will share the bill, the transport, the bills, the bills, the bills. You will take all that money. You see, that's what they call it, the vampire system. The vampire system. It, that sucks, sucks like, like your blood. Because everything you get, no matter how high it is, the, the system takes everything back because of the standard of living. Yeah. The cost of living is also as high. So they pay you more, they take it, they take it all back. And you have nothing. So you may say, oh, maybe you go send some $15, $50 yeah, to Ghana, occasionally save it and you come back over your big man. But if you are working eight hours a day, that way cannot be like, yeah, we go go office, go take this right there, 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 you If you be, be restaurant, you go in the wash plate, you go stand on your feet for eight fucking hours, washing those fucking plates. You have 30 minutes to go out for a smoke or for, for lunch and come back and stand on your feet for four, uh, eight hours. As a young man, if you do that job for four years, you go dead old man. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Yeah, that's you go very last. And you see the people there, when they work like that, then they have holiday. They will travel, go enjoy all, all that. Okay. You, the immigrant, the money you got, you know of you go holiday. Yeah. You, you go take old man within some short period. See, so it's a slave system. Slave system. And if you are not lucky, you won't even find a job. And if you don't find a job and you get stranded, especially if you don't have a, 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 a permit to live there yes. and to work there, okay. especially if you don't have a permit to work, it's difficult for you to get a job to do. And somebody who has permit may give you their permit to go and work. But when they, you use somebody's permit to work, somebody else, that person will be taking the pay yeah. and then paying you. Yes. So imagine that somebody has a permit to work and he doesn't go to work. You come and take it and go to work and the pay comes to him. He takes the money and give you 5% or 10% of the money and mm -hmm. keep the rest in the pocket. I know the slave. Sometimes I tell you something. People, somebody they here, they drive taxi. They get maybe some thousand, thousand five hundred man. They say that job no, we don't go approach you. Take all the savings, eh? Go there for embassy, go approach you, go reach there. Let's say you go to a place like Italy, where you don't speak, they don't speak English, they speak Italian, right? Yes. You don't speak Italian. When you reach there now, even that job taxi, I don't forget do. Because first of all, you have to learn the language yes. first. It don't take less than a year or two to learn the language. Before you now go, if you go driving school for there, go learn driving and learn, learn my road sign. Before you don't go look for that driver job. So I tell you, like, you explain it. And there's no guarantee that you even end up getting the like, language, mastering the language and getting that, that, that last and getting the driver's job. So you go spend three years trying to get the same job you run away from here. The same job you run away from here. You go spend three years, you don't really get a job. I was, in, I was in Milan and one of my, my girlfriends, have, have, her family had a, a like a, a, a flour mill and they were looking for a, a driver who will, who will be driving a van, yeah. uh, conveying the, the, the flour from place to place and offloading them. And they were supposed to pay the person 3,000 euro a month. It was a good job. I was trying to find some Ghanaian guys that I know, some guys from my hometown, things like in Italy and things, who have been there for 20 years. I was trying to find a guy who could get that job because it was a good job. Yes. None of them, 20 years they've been in Italy, none of them had a license to even drive a car. Wow. One of them had a license to drive a scooter. Just a 20 scooter. years. They couldn't even convert to drive a car. So you can't even get a job to drive a van that would offload the flour. This is not a job you need your certificate to. You just oh, need some muscles yeah. and some driving skills. Yeah. But 20 years, they couldn't get it. Wow, so what exactly have you been doing in that Europe for 20 years? All your family say, oh, 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 So this guy, when he did it, so we do the same money. You say, well, my, my family guy did it every weekend. My brother did it every weekend. Do the same money. The person, they bleed. Go <laughs> and see your brother for that. Exactly. You see him. Kind of yeah. yeah. I know what are you. So many people, what they do is that they trade their, they just trade, change themselves, trade their dignity 
for their little money. But the money too goes back in the same system. So why? You see many people there in Abrochile. All they're trying to do is to please their family back home. They want to build some house so that everyone will say that, oh, as you go Abrochile, build some house. That house is never going to live inside though. You go to Abrochile, so ah, sometimes you die there, sometimes you come, sometimes you die. The house, what, what is all the work you go do for them when you build a house? What is it for? Because 19. To, 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 to please the society. But if you're here, you could do a little more work and you have time to, to, to enjoy yeah. life, to, 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 to have leisure. There's no leisure over there. Unless you are rich, you don't have leisure over there. Okay. But if, you, if you want to go for leisure there and you're not rich, you, you, you will sleep outside. Now let me give another example that makes that place not heaven. Winter. This is winter now. Yeah. Winter. If you don't have a, a, a heating in your house, you will feel die. Freezing. Heating. Yeah. Because right now the temperature, look at the US. Temperatures below 57 degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit yeah. Low, minus 57 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. So, snow everywhere, Europe the same. So, if you don't have heat in your house, you go freeze. Now, if you are homeless, you are for you that you are dead man. If you are homeless, you are dead man. So, when it's winter, a lot of people die because they are poor. Yeah. Here, look, if you are poor and you don't even have any place to live, you guys live on the street. And if we don't have winter, we don't have you know, we don't have nothing, we have the best weather. You we are poor man, you are sleeping on the road, no problem. You won't die because you are you are if you die of here where you're poor, it's probably we don't find food to eat, you are angry. Even that one, you have some auntie, uncle, friend, you go past with chop. Then half you go in nearby house with chop. But here, if you are poor, poor people here can still laugh, can still smile, can still be happy, walk around. Poor people there, every day they think about when how would I survive the next day? I go die or I go die. But if it's winter now. And you are you are homeless. You are as good as dead. And if you have a home and you don't have heating, you are half dead. You are you are praying that the winter will pass for you to survive. But here you don't have that. So imagine the people who are there now, poor people there in winter now. Are they here or are they in heaven? No. Are they in heaven? Are they in heaven? But they are in Europe. They are in Europe. But at the same time, it kind of what you call it circumstances that you find yourself in at the time you are there. Like for instance, this particular season, then it means that for you, Easy. you know, based on this information that you've given to us, yes. I would like to pass a message to our girls out there. That's right. See them burgers and they come tight for figure the new burgers. You see the thing that they go through. They'll go, hey, yeah, but you see, this is the problem. The people that are from Europe come, they don't need to tell the truth. Me, Few people will go, they will talk like me if they tell the talk. Because me, me when I go rich Europe, you know, keep long, so I see, ah, I mean, this Europe, uh, no be, it no be different from, as me, you know, I go to rich Europe, it was not three, four months, and I realized that I go feel me come better in Ghana. Mm. And then I realized that, no, I need to just be coming to Europe and going, I don't need to stay here. True. Because, first of all, I realized that if I'm going to be in Europe, I will not find my full potential. Yeah. My full potential. Okay. I'm a trained journalist. I'm an activist. I'm an author. Now, in Europe, if you write, if you are creative, you have an opportunity. Because the Europeans, they like storytellers. Yeah. They like entertainment. So, if you, if, if you, if, for example, if you go to Amsterdam, we have what we call a damn square. It's a big square. And we have a street artists. Some people go to the square, just go, they do display acrobatics, all kinds of art. People come and stand there and watch and they will pay five dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. As long as you entertain them, they will pay. Europeans they like entertainment. If you beg them, they won't give you money. But if you entertain them, they want you to give them something so they give you something back. So if you can entertain them, like you are artists, music, writing, etc., you can make it, but you need to find 
the right channel, the right channel, the right yeah. a, a, a people to be able to, to to hit. And so, if you hit as an author, as a storyteller, as an artist, as a musician, then you become part of them because yeah. because like the dinners. If, yeah. Whether a black man, if you're a black man, you the dinner where they, they forget about the fact that a black man because you the dinner. Exactly. That's why in Europe they like the footballers because the footballers the dinner they are black. They entertain them. They like them. Even when they are racist, they, it's only when they don't score the goal. When they miss the goal, that's when they are racist against the black, the sure. black people. Yeah. But when they entertain them, they are happy. They, for example, I can tell you that the, in, in Europe, the white men, they hate black men. Because they say black men will take their women. Because they say the black men have big black yeah. BBC, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So they, so they hate black British men. Broadcasting so they hate, they hate black men, but you know, they like to watch black porn. Because they like yeah. to see the black man with the BBC doing it to the black or the white woman. Please, British Broadcasting Corporation. So if you entertain them, so I discovered in Greta, no, okay, so I'm an, I'm an artist, I'm, I'm a journalist. I, I don't need to be in Europe to really, uh, to really write or do other things. I can do it right here. And for me to be in Europe, I have to leave that aside. I have to put my training, my training, my core, my talent, everything aside. And just, in order to survive, to pay bills, I have to just go work, do some work in the, in the, in the farm or in a warehouse or in a bar, something that I will not do here in Ghana. So most of the time, people face this dilemma. You have to ask yourself, hey, do I want to become a different person? Do I want to just, to just uh, deform myself, my, my, my self-image, my dignity? Do I want to become, do I want to, as a, a journalist, a respected journalist in Ghana, do I just want to now become uh, another uh, immigrant uh, who got them the call to go and get $15 an hour washing plates just because the $15 is equal to 14 Ghana cities? So mm -hmm. I'm, now, I'm now measuring my life, quality of my life according to the value of the, the, the Ghana city and yeah. the dollar. I mean, like, you reduce your life to exchange rates. You have to ask yourself this question. Ninety-nine percent of people reduce their lives to exchange rate. They follow the exchange rate. But I, I thought that is that is very mediocre. Yes. I didn't think that this is something I need to measure my life by. And so I thought, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great man. I cannot just pretend I'm not a great man because I'm in Europe. I, and, and I realized that no, I can come back home. I can run things here. I can go to Europe. I can come here. I can go to Europe. But I don't need to. And then I can be myself. True. I can be who I am instead of just stay in Europe, leave everything behind. Because after discovering that Europe is not heaven, I then began to appreciate home. Exactly. And I realized that Africa is not hell. Because after a, a couple of months, I think, let's say after one year, when I came back home, I, I saw that some of my mates who I was in general school with, who were working in some organization around here, some of them had started building houses. Okay. I've been in Europe for one year. I didn't have money to build a house. And these guys have not even gone to the airport, let alone go to Europe. But they build houses right here. And they, they may have, they probably would have been jealous of me that, oh, for general, general yeah, yeah, travelers yeah. going to Europe, etc. But when I looked at them, I appreciated them more. I was like, you're here, you're building a house. What the fuck? Why am I wasting my time yeah. in Europe? It is exciting to travel around, to travel to go to yeah. places, etc. But if you have a certain life purpose, it doesn't matter the location you are. Whether you're in Europe, you're in Ghana, you're in whatever. I will tell you, for example, that once I was in Europe and I was trying to publish, I had a book I had written before I went to Europe uh, called Panifest in the Dungeons, an experience of natural mistake. And I was trying to publish in Europe. I tried to contact a lot of agents, publishers, etc. It didn't work out. It was difficult for me to, to, get, to get published. 
I even met this uh, guy called uh, Steve Mc McQueen, the guy who who, who directed the uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. I met this guy in Amsterdam, and we we talked. I introduced myself to him. We just met in the supermarket. Uh, he asked where I was from, etc. What what I was doing. And I tell you what I was doing. And I tell him, look, I'm, I'm trying to publish a book, and I would like him to take a look at my book and see since he's an artist, etc. And then the guy gave me his email address. But apparently the email address was wrong. When I sent the email, it didn't go. I don't know whether he gave it, he gave me he intentionally gave me a wrong email address or it was a mistake. But that's one of the things. Most most African people in the diaspora don't help each other. You yeah. see? Sometimes they don't. When I met this guy, I thought, ah, this is my break. If this guy looks at my book, he likes my book, maybe I'll get published. The, the email address was wrong. But when I eventually came back here, I was right here when European publishers contacted me. And said they were interested in writing a story, uh, in, in working with me to publish, publish a book. Why? This okay. these guys are called Eurobooks, Eurobooks, uh, based off in 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 Rome. Why did they want? Why did they want me to write a story to work with me to publish a book? Because they had discovered that I had been giving residence in Europe for five years, and I stayed in Europe for less than three years, and I had come back here, and I was living here with a resident card from Europe, and I was living here. Sure. And they found a curious. Many young people are traveling over the, uh, through the Mediterranean, the boat, dying, trying to get to Europe illegally. And you got a residence. Why do you go back home? And so one lady called me and said, Can you tell me, just in a short way, why, why did you decide to return home, even though you can live in Europe? And, and then I said, In summary, I discovered that Europe is not heaven and That's Africa so is not hell. That's so. Okay. <laughs> so oh. Now, I'm curious, so then if we are seeing all these things, these are the reasons why Europe is not heaven. I'm curious to know, why, why is Africa not hell? Africa is not hell because, as I just said to you now, I came back to Africa, and now, uh, because I came back to Africa, the Europeans have called me. When I was in Europe, I could not get published. I came back to Africa, the Europeans have called me. We had a conversation. We started working together for the past one year, and I have a book called Unchained. Unchained, okay. Unchained, that's published by Eurobooks. It's going to be released in January. That book, when it's released in January, will take me on a book tour to more than uh, 10 European ca capitals. A book one. On a book tour. A book one sports. You say? A book one sports. A book one sports. That's right. I also have another sport. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to 10 European capitals for book tour. I'm going for book fairs. I'm going to do interviews on European television and radio and etc. I'll go to the US. But I didn't do this when I was in Europe. It was when I came back to Ghana. That the Europeans respected me. They didn't go to, when I was, you know, they didn't respect me. They saw me as one another immigrant. Okay. Whether they, 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 the guy, the easy way in Europe as a black man, they cannot differentiate whether you came by the boat or you came by the air. <laughs> You're all just black men just <laughs> on the streets. You understand know what I'm saying? Even if you're a well-dressed black man in Europe, they can't tell the difference. Oh my <laughs> God. And I can I can tell you something. There's something called the far right movement in Europe. Okay. And the far right is a, is a, is a kind of political movement uh, that are involved in identity politics. These are the people, these are white people. The majority are poor white people. They are so poor that they are blaming all their poverty on the immigrants coming from ah. Africa and Middle East and Eastern Europe. They blame it on the immigrants because they, they, they claim that the immigrants are the ones taking their job. And that, that's what's making them poor because they, they have to find somebody to blame. Okay. Oh, and because you are different, because you are still the immigrants are different, they blame on you. And especially when every day they hear the news that you have, some boat has come from Lampedusa, some boat has been rescued, some African immigrants coming in illegally, etc. They see the images, they get annoyed. 
and, and they start maltreating immigrants. They even, I, 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 I can tell you that when I was in Milan, not too long ago, uh, a, a, a Nigerian guy, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, like a cripple. He sits on a wheelchair, he's, he's begging. Some, some uh, three or four white guys were just walking. The guy was begging them, they just became annoyed. They turned around and they beat the guy until the guy died. They beat him on the street and killed him. It became very big news in Italy because of their hate for immigrants. This guy is on the wheelchair, he's begging them, and the guy's like, he's disturbing them. They just turned around, started beating the guy, beating, beating until they killed the guy on the spot and ran away. Oh, they were probably arrested later or something. So there's this kind of violence on even on, on immigrants because this far right, this this uh, so-called identity politics, has made these people full of hate against minorities, people who are from different from other countries. So this is the this is a form of racism. Okay. So there's there's a certain sentiment called anti-immigration sentiment where people are against immigrants. Okay. So all this impacts on your ability to get a job, your ability to even get housing. You know, they put you, you are, you are in low-cost areas, poor areas, and there's crime. The people are suffering, so they have involved in crime. Most of the ladies from Africa in Europe, they are in prostitution. Okay, true. That's prostitution. True. That's true. Yes, prostitution. Okay. And the guys are selling drugs. That, that would lead me to this particular question, because I saw a video on TikTok. There was this guy, before he moved to Europe, right, he was making, uh, uh, I think, quarterly, he was making 16,000 cities in Ghana, That's quarterly. Right. Before he moved to you, yes. and then when you got there, said working factory job. And then the amount of money, what he earned as salary for a quarter in Europe, as compared to what he was earning here, was very low. Yes. So I, I want to ask, comparing the job opportunities in Europe and then Africa, do you think Africa is well? You know, we have good job opportunities that we are not supposed to be held. Do you think we have the as compared to the? Europe? I tell you something. The problem we have here is that we don't want to. We just want somebody to employ us instead of trying to create okay. job opportunities okay. ourselves. In Europe, I tell you, most, most young people are trying their own, begin their own startups. People are trying to create their own ideas, start something that will make them millions, make them a fortune. Not looking for a job that will make them have to wake up at five o'clock and take uh, a train to go and come at nine o'clock, get some and go and sleep and so far. They're struggling. They are trying to make a fortune with an idea, with a talent, with a, some something creative. That's what most people are trying to do. Uh, 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 but here, we just want somebody to employ us. Some of the money that people take to go to the embassy to go and queue. Look, there are some people they apply for a visa like ten times. When they bounce, then they keep applying for a visa. Yeah. Do you know how much the visa fees cost now? If you if you go for a visa, you know apply for a visa. It will cost you less than a thousand thousand five hundred cities for any visa, any visa. Now you can go three, four, five, six, ten times. They bounce you. They bounce you. They don't give you. Just become an investor. But look at all that money. If you just could invest it in some simple idea, exactly, you'd be surprised yes. that in two three years. You're making so much money, you will not. You, you see, there are a lot of people here who never, never tried to go abroad. They invested, they made a lot of money. And when they made money, all they do, they just go to the embassy, apply for a tourist visa. You yeah. see, what people don't know is that the embassy only rejects those poor people. The embassies don't reject rich, rich people. Sure. If a rich man wants to go to America now, they will never reject him. You know why? Because all he has to, all he has to do is to say, that, Look, I want to just go and visit as a tourist. What is the criteria? You must have enough money to go and spend. Because the people are, they are looking for your money. money yeah, you yeah. must have enough dollars. So they say, bring your bank account. You say, bank account. They say, oh, these guys make a lot of money here. And once I make a lot of money, they know you will not leave this money mm -hmm. and this job and yeah, go and stay yeah. there. Because they will make that money. True. So they will say, go. Because they know they are going to spend this money in their economy. Mm -hmm. And you will come back. Okay. Is it a poor guy that they won't give you? Because they know that when you go, you are going to just become a burden for them. 
Okay. Easy. Okay. So there are people here who make it. They make a lot of money. And now when they want to go abroad, they just go get the drugs, go chill with their wives, children, come back, send their children abroad to go to school. Okay. So you can go abroad, but why don't you make it here and, and then, then you can just go and Okay. Instead of just going up to go there, because I can I can assure you that a lot of people from here who are, who went abroad, they have been stranded for five, six years. And this is the danger. If you go for the first two, three years and things are not good, if you are smart, you come back immediately. True. And come and restart over within a short period, you catch up. If you stay there five, six to ten years and you don't make it, you are not able to make it there. You are God finished. God you know why? Because you can't come back here again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. If right now, if you leave right, if you decide to go uh, Europe now and leave this or two friends, after five years, you don't make it. That time you come back, you yeah. come back here, you see your friends, you yeah, will not you will be so shy, you will not yeah, like to accept yeah. them. They'll be so far away from you that yeah. and you are coming from abroad. You can't come and ask them for help. Yeah, because you're also looking at you. Ah, but you go you five years can't you didn't have me to ask for help. <laughs> Meanwhile, when you come with you, they are doing well. Yeah. They are doing well, but you, you go nothing. And the people say, oh, Charlie, they are project, they are project, they are every day they chop pasta. Every day they chop pasta. Cheap food, cheap food. Then, at the end of the day, if you take so long and you don't make it, you you come back, you know that when you come back, everybody will laugh at you. Exactly. Everybody will know that you, you are just wasting your time there, you are wrong there for nothing. So because of that stigma, you come back. Yes. So you are going to remain there and just waste. So you see people walking on the street, Africans walking on the street, picking cigarette bars on the ground. They are not mad, they are not crazy. They are just broke, frustrated, nothing for them. They can't come back. They can't even buy a ticket to come home. Because if you come home with nothing, everybody will see your, your, your level. Yeah. So you can't come. Okay. I, want to, I want to, based on what you, what you are saying about the job opportunities, yes. the job creation. Yes. Low key, one educational system. I, I personally, I tell my friends, my colleagues that Ghana, we do not have an educational system. We only have a school system. Yes, That's right. right. Copy, repeat what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't, come have, we don't have an education system. True. So we, we having this. How how then it's uh, how how are we expected to now have that mindset to sit down, be creative? Yeah. Like, because I compare that to AP places like um Asia yeah. and then I think well, I know of Cuba, yeah, where they promote more than I think 60-70% of collaboration as compared to just sitting in the classroom. Mm. We can't we, we can't compare someone like that. Competing for a job, the person is going to make it and leave you. Because yeah, true. They, they, they have this educational. They are being educated. That's right. We, not school. No, the the point, the truth is that here, our school system is not is not built as a creative incubators. You don't find creative in there because because we it's just theoretical. There's no practicals in that school. Exactly. Even in, 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 like like I went to JG, right? Where I got my degree, journalism school, right? but they never showed us any camera. We never. Did any podcast with TV cameras or radio? Or radio oh, that one, yeah. Nothing. Just classroom. So if you are talented, you have to find it outside of the classroom, not inside of the classroom. Even there are some, there are some people. There are some people that would, once upon a time, I heard the story. Um, I read the story on a newspaper where yes. there's this Ghanaian lady, and she's she was a science student, and she is very good when it comes to the theoretical, theoretical aspect of it. Like she writes very well, and then when she, she's given exams, she passes very well. Right. And she was sent abroad to represent Ghana in a science contest yes when she got there it was practical it was not theory that's right and then when she got there she knew everything that she was supposed to do uh, she knew everything but when it was time for her to do it like practically she was, she was found wanting she that's couldn't right. do anything that's right and then people were wondering like how is it possible that you know what to do but yes. when you when the, the things are brought in front of you like how why can't you do it like 
it makes no sense. Don't, yeah, and then the true, thing right? is, yeah. the thing is, it, it happens a lot in, in Africa. Oh, like, it's time. everywhere. Yes. Where you see people every who time. like go to school, they know chew and poor. That's mm-hmm. what people do. Every, everybody does chew and poor. Yes. When it's, it's time for exam, nobody wants to learn. Nobody wants to do anything. Or even if they learn, yes. the practical aspects because there are no facilities for That's practicals right. and That's stuff. Right. So like you go to secondary schools and then you see even stuff like uh, um, um, the skeletal system. Some schools don't have it. So, like, when you take a look at our system itself, it's, it's messed up. Yes. And then comparing yourself to people over there, I have a friend who left Ghana here, I think, 2000 and, um, 2018, 2019. He's in the UK right now. And then the guy, I speak to him on a frequent basis, and he told me that, Ralph, like, if, you want to, if, if you want to be very, very honest with yourself, like, stay in Ghana, because from sure. the way things are from my end, my mom has been here in UK for a very long time. I have come here from Ghana to UK, and then I have a, what do you call it, a... a it was a certificate. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh. But when he got there, it was useless. <laughs> oh, oh, he, he was told me he was certificate. How much more was certificate? So he had to go back to college. That's right. Before, get when you get yeah. past college, then you go to university, and it was like, come on, take a look at this. So it means I wasted about three years in secondary school in Ghana here, and then I got to the UK, thinking that when I get there, oh, I'm just going straight to the university, but not knowing he had to go back yes. to college, and then so like I think the reason that most people actually think that Europe is heaven or is because it's looking nice. That's also, right. what do you call it? The TVs and then the yeah. social media. Oh, the Hollywood. Hollywood. The media the Hollywood. Yeah. Exactly. The media the portrays media. it. It portrays it as if it's even better than heaven itself. Excuse and, me to say. But when it comes to media, that's why we need to tell our own stories. You see, that's exactly. why when, when you have a spend like, like some of us who have been to Europe, we need to tell the stories. True. It's part of the reason why I wrote my book on change. Because I'm I'm trying to to influence young people here in not only in Ghana but in Africa to understand that. Europe is not heaven and Africa is not hell. Exactly. And to understand that, to make it, you don't necessarily need to be in Europe. It's nice to travel. It's nice to travel. But I can assure you, most of the people who really make it there are people who probably are professionally trained doctors. You see, the Europeans and Americans, this, the Westerners, yeah. let me put it this way, the Westerners, they will take the, the best brains out of, out of Africa. The best brains. Exactly. So if you are a trained doctor, do. skilled doctor, engineer, yeah. Even the engineers have, you know, they don't have chance. But doctor, because you know, doctors are well, yes, everywhere. Yeah. They know sure. everywhere. Sure. So our best brains, and then also those guys who go, you get a scholarship to go and study in the university there, and you, you go and make it. You, you go and you're one of the most brilliant students. You make it, you become a doc, you do a PhD, etc. They want to you remain, they want you to remain a teacher. Yeah. That level. You see, they, they take the best brain, the best brain. But if you just get up and go without any skill, yeah. with half of us, as a certificate there, it's like you haven't come with a certificate. And if it's university educate regular courses like you know it shows our science, yeah. journalism, all these kind of things, you are just it's better to believe your certificate at home and go. I was, so, I was so happy when you mentioned it because I fortunately for me I graduated GIA this yes. And then there was no lying whatever you said when it comes and I it's something I always battle with my colleagues. That's right. Population of I think this set of students who graduate, we are supposed to graduate, probably finally say we're more than uh, if not more than at least somewhere around thousand eight hundred. That's right. Journalism students. We are not up to thousand. That's the reality. Yes. And funny, the most funny thing is, most of the things that we study, less than twenty percent of our practicals. If you want to practical, unless you go do I really like you're doing now, like you're doing now. If nobody nobody taught you this in Jaja, if you have to find yourself. So you look at a system like this, and then you want to compare it to. I'm not me. I believe Africa is not help. Yes. But one or two factors that will probably make me sometimes make me consider the European opportunities is what I've said. I would prefer 
as where I grow rich, if you, you give me the opportunity, make a go there. You go go. Go learn the entire system. I'm not gonna lie, I'll highly consider it because one, at least their system when you're educated, the system will highly you know look at you, they recommend it, they will consider you a lot as compared to here. Yes. You are going to finish a school over here with less than 30-50% practical from whatever you are studying in school. Mm-hmm. Forgetting that when you graduate for that particular course, you're going to compete with people who graduated like five, ten years ago with the same certificate. Exactly. Who's going to employ you one? Yes. Where are you going to get your income? Where's is, where's is your uh, room for productivity? Zero. But I must I must remind you that uh, right now in Europe the population, the 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 the, 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 the labor market, yes, yeah. they are looking for only young people. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. so you yeah. know, so you guys are a bit younger. Me, I'm a, me, I'm quite old now because I'm more than forty years. So me like this. I, 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 unless you go, you have your talent. Like me, I'm a, me, I'm a writer, I'm a creative. So I, I, I can do what I want. Magic, yeah. uh, you young people can still go there now, and you can go to school, and you can get into the system. Because you're still young. Mm-hmm. Because there's a certain age bracket, they don't take you. They need you to have energy. You understand? Yeah. And, one, and right now, the, the new degree in Europe is in the new international language. <clears throat> if you speak only English. You have no chance because in, in Europe, you know, we have the, we have what they call the Schengen zone, whereby the same company can operate in six, seven, eight European countries, right? And and so if they hire you, they want you to be able to work in, in different, different European countries for so the same job, the same company. They can move you from Amsterdam to Milan, from Milan to Paris, from Paris to Hamburg. Yeah. But you need to be able to speak English, Italian, French, okay. or Spanish, one or two. So if you if you speak English, Italian and Spanish, or English, German and, 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 and Spanish, you and you have a first degree, you get a job. Somebody has a PhD will not get a job. True. Because True. you are more valuable yeah, than yeah. the other guy. So the, the new international language has become a more a, a more seriously valuable tool. So if you want to go to Europe as a young man, you better learn another international language beyond English. Exactly. Because only English you, you have no chance. But if you learn French in addition or Spanish, especially French. You have a chance. Right. That's how it is. But come back to your main point. Yes, practicality. If, if you, our system is so porous that the point is that we are just below par. We are below the standard. Below the standard, generally. So if you are going to Europe, don't be thinking that you are going to go to your certificate from here. That one you must know. Your certificate from here will not be considered. Sure. It will not be considered. So if you get there now, unless I'm prepared to go to school there, but to go to school there is very expensive. Exactly. If you are not from there too, you don't get a scholarship. And you don't have a scholarship, and you've gone there as an immigrant right now. First of all, I tell you where to live, how to survive. How can you think about how to pay school fees? Because, because <laughs> yes, because you have to go to school there to get a certificate there before you can have a, a certain minimum threshold that you can be considered exactly. for a, a regular job. Yeah. So if you get there now, Especially if you are if you are an immigrant who didn't have who doesn't have a resident permit, but you just got a visitor's visa. Most of the people they get a visa visa for three months, they go there, they don't come back. Yes. So if they give you three months visa, you get there, you don't come back. You, that means you are not an illegal immigrant. You can't go to school. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are illegal. Yes. You can't get a regular job because you can't walk into the office and say I'm looking for a job because you are illegal. True. So you have put yourself, you have put impediments on your way. You get out from here. They give you a visa, you get that visa, you come back to me, you have put impediments on your way that didn't exist here. Impediments didn't exist here. As, as I told you, there's racism there. Your color of your skin is considered in whether you even have a chance for an interview. Exactly. Here, that doesn't exist. Nobody. Here, you can say there's tribalism, whatever. Exactly. But maybe you also go and meet your own trans man. But there, if you're a black man, you're a black man. Yeah. 
therefore you you don't have a chance. And then the black so, man who is also who is also having a little bit of a power to cannot help you because so he's also under a white man. That's right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. So what I'm trying to say is that even though yes, the standard of living in Europe in America whatever is high, there are a lot more opportunities, true. but there are also a lot more obstacles on your way than here. So if you just look at the television and you look at the exchange rates and you look at the few who make it, because don't forget, let's not mislead everybody that everybody who goes to Europe or America will go and fail. No, there are a lot no, of people there who no. can make it. Yeah. But it at, it's at a great cost. Sometimes at the, at the expense of the, your health, mm -hmm. your, your long, long term health, sometimes at the, mostly at the at expense of your dignity, your self dignity, self worth, self respect. Because you don't see them. You don't see how they suffer. When they come here with a chain and they exchange the dollar and they're just spending, you just be jealous of them. Exactly. The guy is probably uh, 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 digging graves in Europe. <laughs> when he arrives, he's not going to tell you that he's... Packing he's, shit. He's, he's not going to tell you that his uh, he's, he's euro he's holding is from digging graves. He won't tell you. No. Have you ever seen a worker who comes and tell you, this is the work I do? No, 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 no one cares about the hustle. No, you, you, won't, you won't even hear them talk about the work. No. So I'll tell you something. Most people will... And I'll tell you something. If you... Uh, if you are caught up in the popular culture, whereby you are not you are not in Europe or America, you want to come back home, put a chain, flash around some money to share everybody. I can assure you, it's a psychological thing. Most of the people, those guys are the ones who are really suffering and struggling there. Yeah. Because they are suffering and struggling there, because they are they are they are second class citizens over there, because they are they are living below their dignity over there. The only way to get that dignity back is to come home. Act like they are superior over everybody around here because uh, they are born. So that's why they'll be catching our right small, small girls like that. But people like, I mean, the ones who are very open minded, enlightened. Even if I go and I get my money, if I can, you do not have money. Good day. I'm hiding my pocket. Good day. <laughs> you see, that's, I'm telling you, if people come back and want to show it here, it mm. means they, they, are, they, are no, they don't exist there. Um, okay, so. <laughs> it's, it's like we, we are far we spent more time I can imagine. but ladies I can imagine. on the last note we hear the burgers you they see for town this christmas and come it be coin that they can't give you you pay me say somebody will come take 10 pounds 10 dollars come eat you free and it's happening that's the, it's really happening uh, yeah, really yeah, yeah. people they just come here and then Ladies out there, please be mindful of uh, these guys. I mean, festive season. Boys, boys, eat them. Boys, eat them. They can't finish you go. They go preg you go. They care. So just, you know, stay true to yourself. But there are home boys. There are people here. Oh, who don't travel. The things where they run, the money they get from our pocket. Don't don't be deceived by by looks. Oh, oh yeah. Looks are deceiving. You know, and not all that glitters is gold. Good. True. And when what you see on television. It's not what it is. It's like when you watch CNN or BBC, they show Africa just war, yeah, famine, yeah. And, 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 and disease, yeah. and poverty, isn't it? Yeah. But you who are here, you, if it enters on illness, like you don't want to say, Jalak, grab it. Hey, people are just like that. That will never be seen on television. Yes. The same way that they don't show any that part of Europe. Look, when you get to Milan, you see white people on, in front of the, uh, the, the Tom Hilfiger stores. You see these big fashion stores. Yeah. Gucci, Tom Hilfiger. Uh, 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 what a money Versace, uh, Versace. Oh, Louis Vuitton. You see the shops in front, white people. Then the life of front, uh, front of the shops, oh, closed shops. Oh, they go cover themselves. They do their in the morning like this. Homeless. Oh, in the morning when they come to open, then they wake up and they go stand for corner. They beg. They are Europeans, yeah, yeah. not the people people. Ah, uh, okay. Sure. But they will never show you that on on the, the television. The system. So don't think that there is all rose. 
Yeah, here is not hell. Here is not hell at all. The system is basically the same as what we have here, but just that there are some benefits to citizens of those countries. Citizens, exactly. And then the only the only thing that benefits Africans that go there is just that the exchange rates. That's what Sakut was saying earlier. That don't live your life. Don't don't value your life to the exchange exchange rates and stuff. Oh yeah. On that exchange rate note, um, we are so privileged that you actually made time to listen and watch the full episode. We promise you that the next episode is going to be extra fire. I only send this little advice to people. Then people that they forget that they wear Dior brand for Ghana. I beg go 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 check something. That's what I can tell you. Go check something. <laughs> Charlie, we love you. Yeah, yeah, time, yeah. time. But check out my book in January. It is coming out on chain. On chain. Sure. On chain. He come. I will share some for you. Oh, Charlie, them them few contacts we say we will distribute. Oh yeah. So we we'll come back for part two. So when when the book is released, we we'll come sure, back. Sure, sure, definitely. Yeah. We can't wait. We really love you all. Bye. Bless up. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice.